0: uh the second edition of the garden set in regular regular season edition of the garden report with uh look what i've got i've got a little bobby manning action in a suit at the garden i got josue pavone at the garden soon we're gonna have sherrod blakely at the garden and i'm running i'm running with you guys versus the team we saw on the floor i like i like i like this team uh that looks comfortable though that looks nice man. oh it's so nice i was <laughs> third quarter was third quarter was very close to nap time i'll tell you yeah guys. i was gonna
2: say did you fade did you doze off for a bit
0: i i wanted i didn't want to be part of this anymore and i'm sure a lot of other people didn't either um so i'll i'll so defer can to, we just
1: can we just it's ugly for a thinking. lot of ways
0: i'll defer to you guys uh, go, go ahead Overreactions go
1: well what everybody's thinking right now in the chat, in the stands all over the place. This was the exact same Celtics you saw as last year. Like they were thin. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was worse. <laughs> yeah. The matchups were worse as we'll get into, especially with this opponent here, but the way they managed runs, the way they dealt with officials, which is something I'm really going to dig into tonight. And when they just, drew a little bit of momentum and a play went the other way, they would just fade and they faded more and more and more until. And it got to, then it got to 20 at that point by the end of the third quarter. So it's just so reminiscent of last year. It was so shocking to watch, especially but, with the booze raining yeah. from the crowd. Re- reminiscent yeah. in style, but
0: older and slower and left less athletic. I mean, yeah. this is a, this is, this—that's what stuck out to me too. The—the the, Toronto looked like they were a class above athletically speaking than the Celtics. The Celtics were just stuck. And they're in very mud- athletic. They are. And they, they are. are. They're long. They're athletic. And you know teams like that can give the Celtics problems. But that's what stuck out to me here was Celtics were getting eaten up every time they tried to go anywhere. They were letting people just kind of run through the lane. Obviously, the second chance points, the offensive rebounds, it just looked like they didn't belong on the floor. And I'm not doing the tired excuse thing. I'm not allowing that because no. the Knicks played. It's the second game There's of the no year. tired. That uh, yeah. it's the second game of the year. You had two fresh bodies here who didn't play on night one. The Knicks also played a double overtime game, and they went in there and freaking you know drilled at Orlando, which isn't you know they're not great by any means. But like, I don't want to hear it. Everyone's playing. Two games in two nights, in three nights. Right. That's just the NBA life of the. Yeah, NBA. Yeah, we can we can put yeah. that to Plus, sleep right now. So I don't want to hear. Guys... Oh, they played a double overtime game to start the season. Yeah. And that one immediately throw that one out. If anyone's going to try that,
2: this was a, a, an alarming loss, Josue. That's the reason they got the day off, right? I mean, that's the reason may gave them that day off. And they didn't want to talk about China. Overtime. Yeah. Well, probably a little bit of that. But <laughs> <I saw> that. <laughs> it's the win-win for everyone involved, right? Don't just talk off. about <laughs> China. And that's just like, let's just get a day off, Coach, all right? Let's get a day off. No, Did we just get what? pulled
0: off the internet in China?
2: <laughs> no, no, I'm with you. I that's haven't the seen That's the one me. thing that stood <laughs> out to me. I mean, throughout the course of the entire first half, I'm like, this team is quicker. They're more athletic. You know, the continuity just seemed like, you know, on the defensive end, right? And the Celtics just they couldn't keep it together. I mean, to commit that many turnovers before halftime, to commit what is it 24 turnovers which is uh I believe is the most since 2014 which was breastfeeding this first season with the Celtics like that
1: team live man. ball turnovers too yeah you see the points here they were scoring on yeah. most of these it was passes in the lane uh, one to fred van fleet that went right to og during the big first half run and then yeah. but to begin that fourth quarter i know the celtics were down 20 but again Schroeder throwing right to a guy along the corner there brown doing the same thing and orford even just throwing it right into a crowd of raptors that's the one thing you can't do against this team and they probably knew that coming in because this team's long at every position. They're almost like the Bucks, those early Bucks teams with Giannis, where they have, you know, almost seven-foot wingspans across the board there, and they're just throwing passes right into guys' length. Wingspan there, and that's what got the Raptors going. The Raptors shot 35 percent in the first half. They didn't do I anything offensive that's I was gonna in this say. game. I was really
2: going to get into that. I'm like, you go, you get they're that a happen.
1: terrible offense in the half court, not,
2: and
0: you they're, just they're,
1: handed them transition let, let, runs.
0: Let's let's they're, let's hear this one by the way, real quick. This is Emile. I I don't have the. I'm just going to read it. Uh, Emile Doka and his press were a short while ago, and this is not what you want on night two. We didn't come with any energy or effort in the first half. Then added. As uh, later on in the quote, it was a point of emphasis at halftime to pick it up and fight harder. And it went the other way. So, oh, I mean, we were talking got, about another tu- one, too. We're talking about tuning out Brad. They're tuning out Ime on night two. Oh, my God. Go ahead, Josue.
2: Uh, New York. This is a quote from from may New York went and beat Orlando. It's no excuse on our part. So he did it that right away. Oh, I yeah, bingo. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's
0: what I was right. just saying. Like, we don't want to hear yeah. that for sure. Right.
2: So the double overtime thing, yeah, they, he, he's not trying to hear that at all.
0: Right. But, I mean, already you got eMay saying we didn't try um, on, like, the day one, like, moment one, night two, at home, home opener. That is – that's depressing.
2: That's a dead-ass well, see- team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with you, and that's the thing. This is exactly what we were talking about a couple of nights ago, where I don't want this team to just get back into this habit where they revert to being their old selves in the second half, right? When things are down, or when they're in panic mode, to go the other way. But at least in this one, or or no, excuse me, at least in New York, they didn't go into that mode until the fourth quarter. And this one, I felt like we started by halftime. You know, I want to ask you this, this Josue. When they committed twelve turnovers, you know, going into this going into the halftime, and then they, they resort to, to jacking up threes, you know, Josh said who was perfect three for three, and then you have other guys just chucking them.
1: As we as we try to find the root of that lack of energy, you know, looking back on this game and all that, I, I point to something you talk about a lot, Josue. After forty-six points against New York, what happens to Brown in this one? Comes out, four shot attempts in the first half, completely boxed out of the offense, uninvolved. Falling on the perimeter as Tatum chases those mismatches and Smart jacks up shots and turns the ball over and all of a sudden Brown's third maybe lower on that depth chart in favor of a guy like Josh Richardson coming in for three uh, to shoot some threes and you know uh, Al Horford getting some ball time and Brown just looked lost out there in the offense early on in the second. I half. I don't get that at Didn't all. Didn't do much to make up for. It. He was taking bad shots in that second half.
0: Yeah. Everything I don't get it at all. And is that and
1: where it, the lack of energy comes from? Not getting your shots on offense, and all of a sudden you're not doing what you need to do uh, within the flow of the offense. Because you know the defense wasn't bad tonight. We talked about how they held it down. They just the kept getting def- back in transition.
2: Um,
1: it wasn't bad. It wasn't
0: good. Um, because again, in the half court was fine. right, half court. you're right. You're right. Half court was fine fine not outstanding and transition was terrible um for sure but uh and then obviously all of the second chance stuff as well um but it was the rebounding
1: was so bad and is anything more effort based than that
0: that's what i mean is like you look at effort stats you know turnovers is lack of focus lack of effort um second chance points offensive rebounding those are lack of effort those are those are effort stats they just got you know they got they just got beat they beat 50 50 balls every single ball that would get slapped at in the lane you know toronto yeah. would come away with it i mean it wasn't even close all of those effort energy stats every single thing went toronto's way it was really bad um and it was really bad he even see you know what takes the team, extra energy the team well.
2: deserved to get booed go ahead what's wow. up this way on game two that's quite a quote the team, team deserves no, to get say booed. um another Another thing that stood out to me, again, from last year, same sort of pattern, you know, the effort on the other side, which is Toronto tonight, 58 points in the paint. Yep. Like That's the kind of recipe where if you're the Celtics team and the offense is stagnant, like, you're giving yourself zero chance. Like, and, and at the end of this one, you're going plus, what, 22 or 25 turnovers? Like, there's no way you have a chance to even. You're not even giving yourself a chance to win this game. Yeah.
1: It's strange. And can we get to the most frustrating part turnovers. of this early? the obsession over the calls the officiating the team just completely losing itself in that third quarter over a stupid offensive foul call
2: like
1: are you kidding me and to look at Imei and his his culpability in this game left Tatum in there to Sulk and complain and stare down officials and sit in the backcourt for four possessions after that call. A yeah. crowd of Celtics surrounded the official at half court. is complaining. That's, Whatever Bobby's happened the one, no complaining to the, the no complaining rule?
0: Bobby, are you part of the bull gang?
1: <laughs> I'm
0: mute. <laughs> Hold on. Let me just see how bad this is.
2: Yeah, you muted me. I was like, no, Bobby's the one next to all that noise.
0: <laughs> oh my God. It's so bad, Bobby. I just muted you. Holy crap, is that bad? Um, I don't know what to do. I don't even know where to go. Garden Report is brought to you, as always, by our exclusive wagering partner, BetOnline. Go to BetOnline.ag. Use the code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit. BetOnline is back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. A new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, contests. BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Once again, use the code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit. From football to basketball, boxing, your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Once again, bet online where the game starts. Use the code CLNS50 for 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit this is a tough one to like spend a lot of time on because what you want to do is flush it see another game hope that this was an aberration um it is hard to not press a little bit of a panic meter uh you know here so where are you guys on on the panic scale right now after this i, mean, I you know this is I, this team might my... have a
2: whole lot of yeah they, go don't, ahead, have, they don't have a whole lot yeah I was gonna say, given that these guys don't have a whole lot of home games out of the gate, I'm a bit concerned that the, the sh- in the short term it, it could get uglier. You know, it could get uglier yeah. before it gets better.
1: The, the stretch um, can make a break. Yeah,
2: that them doesn't early, well right? for these guys. You know, not having those home games. Yeah, I'm pretty
0: yeah. I'm pretty worried about Emei right now. Not because I don't think he's necessarily doing a bad. I, 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 not because he's doing a bad job, because as a new coach, um. Whatever you need, you know, you need some success and you need buy-in, um, and to have a team. What did we say? Look, we spent how much of last year, and I'm going to bring in Sherrod here too, Sherrod, We just started talking about email a little bit here, um, and um, this is we we're just talking about our level of concern, and I want your thoughts here on the uh, on the game uh, as well. But one of my levels of concern is. Uh, To to lay down like this in Ime's second game, have him going out in the press conference right now and talking about lack of effort. We got punked. We deserve to get booed. I I told these guys they needed to come out stronger in the second half, and they didn't. We spent all of last year, all of last year, saying the Celtics are quitting on Brad Stevens. They're not playing hard for him. And then they go out and they do the same exact thing on night two in your home opener to Ime Udoka is really
3: concerning for me. It should be. I mean, this is certainly not, forget about the score. It's the, the actual level of impact and effort or lack of that, I should say, that we saw that's disturbing and concerning. And, and if you're emailing, you know, this is not what you bought into. This is not why you came here. Uh, and, and again, I, I think it comes back to leadership. Uh, it, it's been a big question mark with this team. Uh, the talent is not an issue. It's who's going to be galvanizing that talent. And they need to figure that out because this Toronto team is not that good. Uh, they're they're just not, and they got their ass smashed by a team that's not that good at home in the first game of the season. Uh, lots of red flags this game. Yeah,
0: and and that's it. It's it's the and I'm and I, I don't want people in the mistake to uh, in the chat to mistake it. I'm not saying, oh my god fire Eme, he's the wrong guy for the job i'm saying the fact that they came out here and and played this poorly and put in such a bad effort such lack of focus and did all of the things they didn't want to do which is we're sloppy not taking care of the ball complaining a little bit to the refs there as we saw in that third quarter and a question sherrod break a tie here because we're not exactly sure do you think smart do you think tatum got put on the bench for a little bit of time for um for, uh, getting upset about a call, or that was
3: part of a regular rotation there. It, it felt like it was part of the regular rotation because I okay. thought he was. I thought he was in there his normal stint, and that was pretty close to about the time that. That's he That's what we th- come I out. thought,
0: but it wasn't clear at the time. So I was curious if, like, you guys in the arena saw anything happen? Him come off a body language, them them talk, it, lo- anything
3: looked like it, or it was just a regular sub out. No, I, it was. I, I thought it was a regular sub out. I do know at one point though when he was coming off the floor during a timeout, he was trying to have a conversation with one of the officials and email was just like, no, come here, come over here. Uh, so again, this team they, this is not the way this thing's supposed to start. Uh, forget right. about the record. It's the way they're playing. That's the disturbing thing, not the record. Yeah. That's, that's what I think too. You can,
0: and you know what, what did we say about game one? OK, a little bit of the same in terms of habits, in terms of, you know, falling into some of your patterns with the style of basketball. But the effort seemed pretty good um, in game one. I felt like it, I, that, you can't say the same thing in game two.
3: No, this was a step back oh, without question in, in terms of effort. I mean, they, they were better in New York. There's no doubt about that. Um, but Toronto is, is they're one of those teams that presents a lot of different challenges because of their length. They're one of the longer teams that they'll face. But you still have to find a way to get over that. I mean, you're. You, this is a game they should have won, and they, they know that. Effort was a big part of why they got they got smashed.
1: The rookie brought to them Sharad. You had oh a guy God. like Scotty Barnes going after them yeah, in transition, letting him up, hunting you know, his shots. Six and nine start. This is a guy who can't even shoot, who is just getting to his spots and confidently attacking this defense. And guys like him set a physical tone in this game. Pressure to chew was certainly too at the runouts. I mean, no one was trying to c- compete with him on the break. No, Scottie and-
3: Barnes. Look, Scottie Barnes came out here thinking he was Scotty Pippen. The way he yeah. was just absolutely having his way, getting to his <laughs> spots, finishing at the rim, playing as if the Celtics were just another team. That he could easily do anything and everything with, and that's just that, that should not happen. No rookie, yeah. let alone a Scotty Barnes, rookie, as you pointed out, Bobby, not a very good shooter, should come in and play with that kind of confidence, that kind of swagger, yeah. and back it all up. Back everything he, yeah. oh my god, he's, he did.
0: He's woofing, you know, and throwing yeah, he's it down. Right? In the crowd, I mean, he's taking it down, it down the lane, up. and just oh my god, yeah. is that embarrassing. Uh, here, here's a clip from Eme calling I think out that's the, the part. Yeah, and I, is,
2: I said that to the groupable out there.
0: That's ugly as it could get. Um, One thing I can't stand as a coach is to get punked out there, and I felt they basically come out, came out and punked us, outplayed us, played harder than us, all the things we talked about. So, you know, you don't want to overreact and panic and we're going to stay together and keep our head up. But I said, use these boos as motivation. Uh, We deserved it, the way we played and us coaches didn't prepare them as well as we should have. Understanding who Toronto is, doesn't matter who they have on their team, on the roster, they're going to play with the same intensity and we didn't match it. So. Take it in, feel use it for feel, use it for motivation and come back uh ready for Houston in a few days. Okay. Uh, I like he says don't panic. Sherrod, are you panicked?
3: No, I'm I'm not panicked. I mean I am concerned. I'm very concerned. But th- this it's for one thing, it's too damn early in the season to panic. I mean, There's just way too much, too much runway left in the season to worry about that. But I am concerned that we're two games into the season and we're already having a conversation about effort. Uh, That should not happen. I don't care if you play a quadruple overtime game tonight and then have to play 10 minutes later. Effort should not be uh, the talking point. And it is. There's no getting around that. Yeah.
0: All right, let's go. Let's let let's go let's look at some individual efforts cuz collectively it was overall bad. Um and I think somebody who we're going to put in the crosshairs, I think and fairly, you know, justifiably so, uh is uh, Marcus Smart again. Um I think off off a uh, you know a, a so-so performance in the first game or a very inconsistent one. This was a total freaking dud.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was Especially uh, when he started going with the with the turnovers, I feel like I feel like he was unsure of himself at times in transition. Especially with I, I used to think, or at least tonight it wasn't the case, but normally uh, he's pretty comfortable in that situation in terms of just moving the ball and you know whether it means attacking the rim. And I, I saw him doing a little bit of that in the beginning. A little. But then it just it just got sloppy, you know. And it's it's okay. Like we know this new role is not the same right compared to the guy he's been asked to be his entire career so I mean I'm not
1: yeah five for 20 to start this year uh no Dude, shots I think I think
0: Josue puts Brockton Wi-Fi in his pocket and just walks around with it like <laughs> totally does you guys are you guys <laughs> totally. are all you guys are in this we're same melting fr- down
3: you're in the same friggin building <laughs> it's Joe Sway. It is absolutely him. Uh, but but listen, j- just to pick pick up where he was talking about about Smart. I mean, I understand that he's in a different role, but that's that to me it's irrelevant. Your role is what it is. You'd be the best version of it's that to be a good basketball and, player. Yeah, that's what it always comes back to. Just be good in the role that you're given to play, and and let the chips fall where they may. And he wasn't. He wasn't good at all.
1: Yeah, and if he's going to be a creator, he's going to find ways to score within the arc. It's it's nothing's coming from within the three-point arc for him right now. He's just that launcher, that chucker behind the three-point line, which when he was in wing rolls alongside other point guards, you could stomach to some degree because that's where he's going to find his shots off those guys. Now he has to create and leverage space on the floor and opportunities for others with driving kicks and stuff. And you saw him do a little bit of a it, a little bit. but overall he commanded the floor like we've seen him do in the past I was so excited to see him just embrace this role that he has right now and you saw that shot on the right wing I'm sure Sherrod the deep three where the crowd just kind of went uh like one boo let out I heard one boo but mostly it was just uh and the approach so far from him has been the reason i feel they're so disconnected they need someone to orchestrate the floor right now to be in full control of what they're doing on offense yeah, what are they doing him, on offense? Nobody.
0: What, what are you what is the offense right now what are they what fast is break. What
1: a, it's all they got it's all fast yeah. break is all they have right
0: now what i mean
3: what is going on in the half court cuz they're getting cuz i mean they're getting great shots in the in half court i mean i, I think he, he, uh, eme said before the game he talked about just the, the number of open looks that Tatum had in the real crapper that he had in new york and you, you think the law averages will, will even out to where tatum's going to make most of the shots because he's that good but Jalen, you know it was as if him and, and uh, jason and, and they had like a body swap uh in this game where you know tatum was the one that really kind of had a nice flow nice rhythm early on and then i thought they kind of went away from him and, and Jalen could never really get into yet- any kind of
1: I know I see people getting into the coach in the comments, and I do think it's justified because you've seen two miscalculations from him in terms of game plans. Uh, Switching everything against Randall was an absolute disaster. Playing really small in in this game
0: was a disaster.
1: Going small, but also trying to attack mismatches so directly the way they did. I know Tatum had great success against Van Pleet early, but. That's a guy who's strong, who holds his own. You can't push him inside. So Tatum was taking a lot of shots over him, and he was hitting them early, and that went away later in the game. And there's other guys who you can't attack off switches on that Toronto team because they're strong, they're long, they're active on defense. This Toronto team, I think they're going to be one of the worst offenses in the league, but they're going to be one of the best defenses in the league. And it's almost like the Celtics came in expecting to score against them with ease because they're smaller. They don't have seven-footers. They don't have a true rim protector. But all of those guys can step out on the perimeter, and disrupt plays and pressures did it uh, even the smaller guys did it but especially Scotty well, Barnes and OG I mean
0: and you do have to talk about I know the starters are going to get get the freight here because you expect them to have a better overall effort the Celtics bench was atrocious I mean you had a good episode a good effort I thought from Richardson
3: mm-hmm. um that's it yeah that's it. I mean, I I, I I can't. I mean, he was the the one bright spot. He did the one thing that he's been challenged to do a better job of, and that's knock down shots, and he did that. Um, I I thought Dennis was was not good at all. Uh, I I thought you know my guy Romeo. I'm still going to keep my Romeo stock. Romeo was Romeo stock, but this was not one of his better. Uh, Sloppy with the
1: ball. He looked yeah. like
3: you know he'd. Put oh, he fumbled
1: those two passes underneath. The Celtics were just careless and with ball control here. And Another P- thing from
0: last year. Bobby, we got to point out Peyton Pritchard um 16 minutes minus 30 in this game. Um yeah. this was, is it
1: the mask? I uh, you know, I mean, no, look, this no, is no a don't bad, do that. It's, it's not the bad, mask.
0: Bad matchup for him with the uh with the uh with the team with No, his defense
1: light. is undermining him and that's what I said. That's the, the only way. Is killing him. They're going to be yeah. able to get him on the floor is if they can protect him defensively. A team and right with now they're not length enough on that boy. No.
3: Toronto, I mean, I give Toronto credit. They when he, when Payton was out there, they were patient enough. To get that matchup where, around the basket where he, there was nothing he could do. There's just, I mean, he's six foot maybe, and you've got Scotty Barnes, or you've got OG, or you've got a much bigger, more physical, imposing presence that you got switched out on. There's nothing you can do about that.
1: So yeah. I'm not panicking either, like Sherrod, But there are just so many concerning red flags. Right red flags. Now. Yeah, yeah a lot of them. Blurred. I, I, I just all the complaining in this game was a huge visual for me uh, throughout preseason and even these two games. The staring at each other, you know, arm pointing. Where are you on this defensive assignment? Where are you? Blah blah blah. Offensive sets getting lost. Where the coach can't communicate through Brown to Smart on the other right. side. The communication looks like it's a bit jumbled. Scrambled right now, and guys well, that's, are in the right spots it, it's and so they're getting lost.
3: It's so much more important when you're switching everything to communicate, uh, because you you literally have to be on a string, and if that string is str- is frayed already, it's going to snap and break, and your defense is going to have breakdowns like we've seen in these first couple of games, which is why I, I me personally, I prefer guard your yard if you've got a manager supposed to defend, you stick with him. Uh, the whole switching I, I've always thought switching allows your defense to not be all that it can be because you know that if, if a guy sets a screen and you lose the man you're attached to, there's someone who's supposed to bail you out. But uh, uh-uh. I Joe think Sway it's too said, easy to switch. Uh Joe you know Sway that said, that that's
1: part of your plan. Joe Sway said this before he, uh, he left and you came on. And I, I do think it's an interesting factor here as they try to work through this is how much they're going to be on the road to start this year. I, I think it's seven to 13 or something like that on the road, or maybe mm-hmm. seven out of 10, I believe it is they're not going to be home much they're going to be on the road together a lot and that's one of those kind of things that can make or break your chemistry wise because i feel like there's there's gaps between certain guys on the floor right now and they just need to become more connected as a team right now especially i see smart and schroeder those are two guys i think on the defensive end that are really trying to find themselves and schroeder said in preseason, he's never had a switch this much in his career and it's been a struggle for him early on and oh, you can Smart's tell. getting can very frustrated with that yeah you can you can absolutely tell i mean uh, to me the teams are looking at film
3: and watching okay if we just swing the ball we're going to get a great shot at the rim we just need to be patient uh and that's what we've seen the first couple of games uh you look at the points in the paint they are getting their asses killed in points in the paint and it's not guys just taking up camp scoring at the rim it's just ball movement and the ball eventually finding itself within the paint and they're finishing
1: that's why is the rebounding so bad against a team like this you have height you have size inside there was just no boxing out. There was no clear outs. There was no position. Who boxes on the out, floor.
0: Bobby. Jeez. Well, you got again. What are we, in-, what are we like in high this.
1: school? They gave up 15 offensive rebounds in the first half. We just keep letting it bounce back to them. I mean, there was just no adjustment, no punch back. You'd see six points in a burst maybe, and then it would just go back the other way. And I thought the play that showed that most was when Rob blocked. Fred Van Fleet at the three-point line there. It bounced right back to Van Fleet, and he just hit a three right next to him. And yep. that's pretty much how this game went. Again, it's not like some of these points and a 32-point loss go on to the next night. They're playing a pretty young, inexperienced Rockets team. And I don't think the schedule is extremely hard in the early going here. But, again, they got back-to-back back with the Wizards. The Wizards are a team that's going to light you up if you're not positioned defensively. The same. Uh, I mean,
3: this is the same Wizards team that just lit up in the opener
1: indiana early on i think too well
3: that's the thing there's not many easy
1: games in the east this year that's the whole
0: point is there's not enough talent on this roster to lay down and that was the case last year and that's why something like this is is uh is a concern and you know what Uh, sticks
1: out to me too in a game like this stylistically where maybe they're a little too big at the four and the five to match up with a wing heavy team and Toronto style dictates the pace of this game more than Boston's. The Celtics don't have that extra wing right now. It's yeah. not Romeo. He can give them some okay minutes, but you don't have that steady, consistent two way wing. Like, you know, Semi gave you some minutes in that regard last year. Fournier came in later in the season and gave them something in that role. Richardson, I mean, I know he hit some threes out there today and had a good game overall, but is that going to be your guy, your 30-minute-a-night guy in a game like this? I'm still not so sure, well, especially since he doesn't yeah. bring wing size. He doesn't have, like, 6'7", 6'8", 6'9", size at that position like they've had in the past. No, not at all. Um, that's a problem, I think. Um, that's a problem Just like last four. year, they're going to address it with the TP. We're going to start looking around, seeing seeing who's out there in that regard. I don't know. I
0: mean, is this the type of team that's going to need 30 and 30 from Jason and Jalen every single night in order to be competitive offensively? I don't know where else it's coming from at this point. Yeah. I don't know. where. What happened with Jalen? I don't know where else it's coming
1: from. Yeah. He was just so quiet. Where did Jalen go after the 46?
3: Well, look, I mean, you, you, first of all, you're coming out of COVID protocol. You dropped 46 and I'm not expecting you to drop 46 the next game. He missed a lot of shots that he made the, the other night, but Again, law of averages says that he was going to have a game like this more likely than not. I mean, you look at his numbers tonight, and you look at it, pack them together with what he did in New York, and he's off to a good start. But obviously, he's got to be more consistent. Tatum has to be more consistent, and they have to be more competitive. I mean, at some point, you can't just get out effort consistent. you got to play harder, and you know that. And the, the, the sad part is you have a coach who emphasizes that. And That's yet, all there was still, to
1: this game, too. It was just effort. It was just well a fortitude. You could tell, you could tell that they're um, and again, this is a
0: worry with this team dating back to last year. They definitely get discouraged when their shots aren't falling. Um, and rather than dig in on defense and say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it up here, you know, it like they go in the other direction where they just get um frustrated and then it affects them on both ends of the floor and then the next time down they just start chucking or they take poor quality shots instead of that discourage that in- instead of working harder they that's the thing is like when faced with adversity like okay our shit's not
1: dropping right now they kind of go in the other direction with it uh and that that's discourage that, that discourages yeah. them but more so is the calls and that's what drove me craziest about this that's, game uh, that's they made that they i thought that was the story of the third they missed the offensive foul uh, or, you know, whatever you want to say about that call on Tatum on the offensive foul. He goes down the court three more times in a row, shoots one off the shot clock, staring at the ref, uh, going back, motioning at his hip. It's just all he's thinking about for three, four straight possessions after that are the calls. How he's getting treated by the officials in the lane, and they're just ignoring him in there. And it's what may said. If you're just complaining, playing in and play out, you, you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt in those spots. And I thought he may should have benched him immediately after that. If you were going to stay true to the rule, if you were going to do this thing to Grant Williams in the preseason, you have to do it to Jason Tatum in the first well, regular season I- game at home or it's useless going
0: right back to our bold predictions from before the season that was one of mine and i really wrote that as much because i was curious to see if it happened rather than i was certain that it would because that was your as i you know as i wrote your rubber meets the road moment like you you talk the talk will you walk the walk if you have a superstar who's chirping and getting uh, pissed off at the refs do you pull him out i still don't know whether or not part of that substitution had something to do with that or not but um but it was not a demonstrative thing uh it wasn't a yank it wasn't a whatever so um i don't know i don't know uh it's hard it's hard to say there but yeah again the the things that you you may talked about as a point of emphasis you've got things going sideways on him pretty quickly uh in the season so again that's why my number one concern here is really cutting the legs out from your coach you go out and you put another you know really bad performance you string a couple of these together early in early going um then people start to second guess him does he have control of the team does he know what he's doing what happens when the veterans start talking to each other and say this this style of defense isn't going to work for us he's not coaching us he's not you know what happens when the players start wondering whether or not he's he understands his personnel we've we were here we do we know what works this isn't working you know i i i don't know if that's going to happen or not but i definitely get worried
3: about that with a brand new coach well, considering they're coming off a season when they were a five hundred club, they're not in position to say anything. Because I mean, what? You you, you reached the Mendoza line and now you think you're you're the shit? No. No. I mean, I I think it's it's for them, and again, it's way too early for them to kind of go into that mode. But John, you're right. I mean, it is possible, particularly when you have a couple of games like this where one game you put off great effort and come up short and then you come back, and follow that up with a lackluster game from an effort standpoint.
0: All right, guys, we're going to get back to our conversation here, Uh, but first off, we want to tell everybody, of course, about our sponsor, uh, which is INSA. Uh, INSA. Yeah, which is uh, Massachusetts Premier Cannabis Dispensary. That's I-N-S-A, INSA. They're the premier dispensary because the founders, Pat and Pete, they re-engineered the cannabis model from what they sell to how they sell it, while never forgetting anybody or everyone. And making sure everybody who wants a yeah. piece of the action is a weed guy move, just it's, always
1: passing it down to the next guy.
0: It's for everyone. It's for everyone. Yeah, uh, as dispensaries are inviting and modern come and learn more. The staff are authorities on the science of all of the growing, the technologies They can answer every single question there. Uh, and so, where do you go? You got a million of these things. Well, actually, four. Uh, in Salem, <laughs> East Hampton, Close. Boston delivery, two Springfield locations. One of them's here, at the MGM Casino. What you do if you go? Mention that the guys at the Garden Report said stop by, and you get a sweet T-shirt for one penny. Okay, uh, we got like a hundred of them, uh, and they Thank are you. they're fun.
2: They're sweet. I got one right here. Are you wearing? You wearing one? Shoot, in, insa. Okay, I would like to get one. I'm going to have yeah. to borrow one. Yeah, I'm okay,
0: repping I'm repping it. But go go check it out. Tell them the Garden Report sent you. Get the T-shirt uh, for a penny, and then who knows what else you might find I've been there. Uh, meaning to go to MGM, so that's going to be a nice little
1: pit stop on the way.
0: Yeah, and, and here's the thing. Uh, they're local support your local uh, company it's not a bunch of it's not some friggin tech bros coming from Silicon right. Valley these guys grew up They're buddies in Springfield uh, and so this oh, is a local cool. dispensary it's not that's just guys floor. who are like I'm gonna go make money selling weed um, it's right. a local company so go support it Insight. it is our sponsor <laughs> tell them the garden report sent you get your t-shirt
1: and whatever else you desire I heard this on the uh, radio earlier and it was pretty jarring Since that OG shot in the bubble, I believe the team after this loss is now nine games under 500. I think that was what it was with the loss added in today, and it's pretty startling. You know, they were under 500 last year. They obviously lost 2-4 to in that playoff series and now 0-2 to start this year. Some things have changed. Players, a coach now. But some things have just remained the same. And that's really the story of this game for me is just how similar this looked to last year. The boos, the lack of urgency and uh, just commitment to defense, the movement on offense that they couldn't find. It just looked exactly like one of the, the Spurs game where they're booing them into the locker room at halftime or you know, one of the other million games where they went down by double digits early. The New York game wasn't like that. They set a good tone with the fast break. I thought they stayed true to that throughout much of that game, and then obviously they had a massive comeback late where they executed great and played awesome pressure defense. But that, too, had some degree of what we saw last year where they'd scramble back in the final minutes and try to do everything in the last two or three minutes of the fourth quarter. So just so many things that look like last year so far for me through two games, and the preseason looked so different. What's this team good at?
3: That's a good question. Uh, it's not shot making. It's not rebounding. It's not transition defense.
1: Wasn't half court defense in the New York game?
3: I mean, two games. It's a, it's a legit question. Like, what are they good at? What are they good
0: at? What's the identity? Uh, wh- this wh- is what the- can, they,
3: what, can they put, what can they What's their calling card? What's the
0: this- calling card? What are they good at? And this was my thing with Brad's team last year. And this is why the similarities between the two are a little bit alarming to me. Um, and again, it's not full, it's not full panic button, but again, what you know, what was the calling card last year? I'm not really sure. I don't know what this team is, I don't know what their identity is supposed to be. If you are again, I think they play start going back to last year, like a team that believes they have more talent than they actually do do as opposed to a team that recognizes we gotta we gotta play like dogs every single night front so runners their like identity front runners. right they play like front runners and then uh, this is why again i'm bobby i know you're saying the calls i'm going back to the shots i think this is a thing going back to last year i know they get bummed with the refs too but i think they're part and parcel i think they get frustrated so easily when stuff doesn't happen that they don't put in effort to fix the problem they just go back they go in the other direction i thought that's and what so- happened with brown tonight and they are front runners in that regard. And so that, and that always kills you is great. It's, it is fine and good when the shots that aren't hard to get, which is your jumpers, you know, from all over the place fall and you have a hot shooting night and you feel really good about yourself. That's great. But when it's not, what are you going to do to make up for it? And it seems like it, nothing in this case. And it, tonight, nothing. They just got frustrated. And, and that's it. So if you're, your calling card has to be effort. Uh, you've got to be – if you if you don't have the talent, your calling card has to be the effort, has to be defensive effort, has to be a nasty defensive identity because this was the worry with this team. They might not be that good at scoring, so they're going to have to play, you know, really, really, really gritty defense. I don't know. I, I I don't really know what it is right now. I don't know what this team is supposed to be. I don't know what they're supposed to be good at. You and contrast no, that against
2: – I think yeah. – yeah. I mean, right. going into the season, what do we say? They have to be a top-10 defense. I don't think we were exaggerating, right? If they want to be a team that actually has a shot to make the Utah Cup Finals or make a deep playoff run, they have to be a team that's that's known for their defense. And I think that they may have pieces for that, but they have to be fully committed. It's got to be from top to bottom, you know, whether we're talking the entire rotation or shit, just a start in five. I just feel like, look, the fact that the Toronto's got, the Toronto's, the Toronto Raptors, they got a hundred attempts out there. I mean, I just don't think that this is that kind of team. But again, when a team all, you know, is all in on the defense, These are the results you get, right? I mean, yeah, Scotty Barnes had 25, but normally, I mean, Van Fleet will put up 20 on a given night, but he he was cold tonight, you know? And And think about
1: what what John just said in terms of overcoming deficiencies. Look at that Raptors roster. They don't have a great point guard. They don't have their main scorer in Siakam tonight. They don't have much of anything in the offense, and they made up for it with runouts. Deflections, uh, just a large amount of energy effort, on defense yeah, that yeah. turned into offense. So, and they built that into, what, 100-something points and an 83-point defensive so, 40, 42 let's, for
2: 100 from the floor.
1: Let's put it back on
0: the stars here. And, again, you're talking about leaders and you're talking about leading by example. You guys feel you got the effort you needed out of Tatum and Brown? Brown, to me, got frustrated because things weren't falling for him I'm gonna you'll always give a little pass there because you don't know breathing and this and that what's going on behind the scenes there so I don't want to do yeah. it there but I'm gonna go Tatum again just was like this game's not going our way and basically stop playing in the second half um I don't get that you know, because he was, he had some things going for him in the first half, and he was playing a fairly well-rounded game, he was playing decent defense, he uh, he made a couple of nice passes, uh, you know, the shot was falling, it was, you know, he was scoring. He
1: responded, too, after that after that missed call, and really, like, dug in deep on a defensive play, and blocked OG at the net, that was, yeah. like, the best defense I've seen him play, maybe, the last two years, and, like, after that, when other calls didn't go his way, that's when he got pulled from the game, but I am digging in on Brown, like, if you're not getting the looks early on, you just kind of fade out of the game and right, he just don't do much on either you end. You can't no, do that you can't. all the time. Joe Sway I mean, talks about that all the time. Yeah, Joe Sway talks all about it.
0: All
2: the time, man. Yeah.
0: But, Josue, sometimes you talk about it like they forget about him. I But I don't know whether he's just like, I'm just going to stand here if they give me the ball great and if not whatever. Like, I don't know what happens.
1: Well, why doesn't he find the ball in defense? It's a,
2: I, yeah, I think yeah. it's a little bit of both, honestly. Yeah, You know, and, and and there's instances where, well, at least this was last year. We saw it a couple nights ago. Not so much tonight, but that's when you get that Marcus. Oh, you, you want to be shy? Okay. I'm never shy, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's exactly what we usually see. And, you know last a couple games ago a couple days ago rather you know that was the markets we saw you take the good with the bad you know and and with that good was a shot that tied the game up and and allowed it to go into double overtime but you know to to your point what you said earlier john about do these guys have to put up 30 every single night i mean one of them has to you know who's the guy i think we knew that who's that guy on the team who's
0: like wait a second I don't like the way this is going and then puts their stamp on the game. Al Horford, Al Horford did his best. Well, where is that? Like, did you, did it, if, again, I always use the example, pretend you know nothing about this team and you were watching them in the third quarter and you've watched them for the first time ever. Could you tell watching them who the alpha was supposed to be? Who that team star is? Who's going to come out and be that guy to say, give me the, get out of my way. Like with other teams, I feel like you don't have that question. And uh, having your stars drift in and out of, whether it's Tatum not taking a shot, for the first 15 minutes of a game which he does sometimes uh, or brown completely disappearing for this one it's weird to have moments where your best players are not really doing anything particularly at a time it's my turn every, your turn when everything is falling yeah. apart around them you know
2: yeah it's yeah. so we- and, it's and, so and, weird and no to commitment me. yeah no commitment on defense you know uh I thought their approach in some, in some of their possessions was, was was just off. I mean, what, five turnovers from Brown, from Jalen, five turnovers from Tatum? You know, I don't want to say that it was one of those where he's just dribbling out of control. I just thought that in some instances, Toronto was second-guessing their, their passes. You know, there was one pass where they, they purposely trapped Smart to put him in a situation where he couldn't score from the baseline or get a clear pass off. And he, he left his feet, you know, and he did that a couple of times and, you know, that's just not the recipe that, you know for a team that, that's going to be this this running gun in uh, fast break offense that's what's going to kill you if you're not one of those defensive juggernauts in the Eastern Conference
0: yeah they got to find they got to find like you, i mean you need a butler you need a, you need somebody
2: I, think, I don't know
3: you need yeah you, you need just, be you need someone to say,
2: but i think toronto's one they're of the best gonna- defenses in the yes. east i mean they they look really good on defense they look really john
1: good. this this can either be a good thing or a bad thing but they're gonna need so much horford this year and he wasn't able to do it today because he was on a minute's limit yeah. but when he got out there and set some tones on defense and threw those outlet passes those were the only times the celtics showed life in this one he blocked six shots in like three quarters uh, made a bunch of great passes got on the boards he was the best Celtic out there tonight, and they're gonna have to empower him as a point guard often. I believe they're gonna have to play in that oh, center. Oh, Bobby, a are we ton. there?
0: Yes, no, I on. mean, if, are we
1: at the Al Horford as our
0: point guard portion Stop. of the season? Well, I in terms of what critcher.
1: they, in terms of what they need as a team right now, like he provides so much, and you just hope he's gonna be able to. <laughs> look live. what you've done. Look, look what
0: you did to Sharad. Look
2: what you're doing to Sharad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey,
1: the tape speaks for itself tonight. 11-11, uh, six blocks in this game. Yeah, he looks he like was, 2016,
2: 2017,
0: Al. Who's got a bigger agenda, me with
3: Rob or Bobby with, with Horford? Hey. Bobby with Horford. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I, I, there's no hesitation, as you can tell, in, in my opinion. On that one. <laughs> um, I, I, I love what, what Al did tonight, and, and I think it's, it's going go. to be something they're going to need. But – the idea of him being more and more and more of a facilitator in the transition game uh, bothers me. Because I think from time to time, it's a good thing. But if I'm relying on him to kind of be my offensive initiator, we got problems. We got big problems am that's not where I think he can be most impactful offensively. I like him in a half-court set where he's got the ball on a block, forcing the defense to adjust to what he's going to do. Because he can either score or he can pass. But when I have when I'm asking him to bring the ball down, play half court point guard, Allen Al isn't built for that anymore. He can't do that for like 25, 30,
1: 35 minutes. That's a the game. problem. That, and
3: and, and and it's and it's not fair to him to ask him yeah. to do that.
1: He brings uh, what they, he brings what they need, but he's not at the point in his career where he can do that at the scale know. that they need it's, it right I, now.
3: I love when Al will take like a 90 second 90 second spurt. Where he'll grab a rebound, he'll go coast to coast, he'll get an and one, he'll come back, he'll force a turnover, and then next thing you know, you just went on like a little six-seven spurt,
1: and that's look, I'm good. Go so let's, to do uh, what you do, Al. let's 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 compare that too to Rob, and you'll like this, John, because Rob, and by the way, we, we I don't know if you guys talked about Rob
3: before I came on, but the athleticism was real tonight. Oh, he was so Gerald's- good again. There it was John, back. It was man. back, John. No, on. Guys, back. guys,
0: it's at about six, sixty-five to seventy percent. It's not even close. I don't. John, think we you guys remember? Is it
3: fair you to do say not that remember
0: what he looked like last year, guys.
3: I do. He looks he, a that, lot like a smarter
0: player now. I, that, I no, look. I It's not that smarter player. S- smarter Street. player means it's still in reserve. If you need it, I went back and I looked and I freeze frame that alley oop where everyone is like the one that almost dunked it and everyone's like oh that would have been amazing and i looked where he was okay we have video evidence of robert williams head above the rim last year okay he went up for that one and he was this far his head was this far below the rim he wasn't even close he's literally a foot less on his vertical right now it is not even close he had moments he's not not jumping at all he he had another one where he made he from a standing position, he cannot get off the ground yet, guys. He still can't do it. He had another one where he rim rattled the dunk, you know, and he couldn't get it up and over. That It's not – It's uh, he had a couple of moments. That was that a momentum better. killer when that happened. There were a couple of moments that were better, but like I said, I went back to look. I was like, where was he on that? He wasn't even close. It looked big because his arm was back here. His head was this far below the rim. Last year, he was up and over on those things. I mean – Like I tweeted it, they threw that to, they threw that lob to Rat last season's Rob and he did, and he didn't get it. Last season's Rob throws that thing down with his teeth.
3: Yeah, but last year anyway. Rob probably
0: got four fouls <laughs> in the first 8 minutes he's on the court too. Which is fine, but th- here's the thing. I this is a conversation you have a lot of times, Sherrod. You hear people say it when a when a pitcher loses his velocity and they're like, "You don't need 98." Sure, if you're hmm. awesome at everything else, maybe not. But 98 freaking helps. Rob's not throwing 98 right now, and hey, the rest of his game isn't refined enough to completely make up for that. He needs both elements. He needs to play smart do his crafty he things. He's still got phenomenal hands. He had that nice little catch alley-oop. You know, he's still quick hands around the rim and getting those rebounds. He's just not explosive yet right now. It's still not the same. It's a he little better, it. but I, he's not all the way back. Well,
3: I, the I agree. He's not all the way back, but I do like the fact that when you look at where he was in the preseason, you look at the first game, you look at the second game, he is trending in that direction. He's, he's active. Not yet, but yeah. he, he's looking more like that uber-athletic Rob that we've seen before. He may not get there at all this season, but at least at this point, he's trending in that direction, which to me is what I – that's what I want to see. I Look, said, yeah. I said, I want to see it more than anything. This is my
0: guy, and I really What's believe that, like I, – I really believe that Rob getting uh, 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 that next level was the key to this t- year's team because they don't – I and again, you know, we talked about this a lot, but I really do think the talent drop – from one to two down to your third best player is enormous now. You know, without Kemba and without Fournier, that talent drop is really big. You are, yeah. for real, you well, are Who falling. is your number three? I mean, who That's the that point is that third You are falling to, pe- to guys who actually might Probably be sixth have. men. They might be sixth men on a lot of teams, on good teams. Almost everybody outside of the Jays is potentially a sixth man on a lot of other teams, unless it's Rob. And unless it's Rob making a leap, with his athleticism and the way his game was trending last year while cleaning up some of the other finer points. Rob is the only one that could have approached all star status on that team. Everyone else is basically a sixth man. So it is a huge gulf, and that's the problem. And I think that's the biggest problem with this team right now. is It's that talent gulf between the top two players and everyone else is pretty wide. Yes, it's not semi ogile so you're a little bit better there. You're, you know, in terms of who's eating minutes, but it's again, Fournier and Kemba, depending are, on the night, are way more talent. Kemba again, he's limited but they're still way more talented and able to score on their own than anybody they have on this team right now, way more so. They're not perfect players, but you have a huge gap, particularly on the offensive end on this team, between the top two and everybody else. Huge
1: gap, and that's a problem. Well, I think the gap that – exists between those players is what we, we kind of just talked about with Horford in terms of the minute load that these guys can take on, the responsibility load that these guys can take on at the highest level. I think everything Shroud said about Horford in that regard is true, but can they ask all this out of Rob night in and night out, like throwing seven lobs to him a night? Did you see that steal he made along the sideline where they just threw it right up to him after and he just smacked his back off the ground, missing it, and uh, you know Horford had to clean it up right after what they're asking out of Rob, you know, 45 minutes on opening night, a ton of, the, of things on both ends of the floor in this one, especially all those alley-oops. There's concern there, I think, too, in some regard. that You know, on a team that doesn't have much three-point shooting, perimeter spacing, that they're going to be, you know, funneling too many half-court opportunities Rob's way and putting them in danger going up seven to ten times a game. If that's all they're going to ask him to do. It's yep. a concern yep. for me, yeah, because they don't I, have center depth, like we're finding that out quickly here with Horford Limited. Rob playing, you know, his usual 28 to 30. That I think we're going to see from him, they were playing Grant, grand some some. they were playing Grant at center, yeah. some, and yeah, they I know, do but not want to look at Canter at all, yeah. But
0: I know they pulled well, Grant also, pretty quick because athletically yeah. he couldn't keep up with who was on the floor today. He may
2: still does, does not trust uh Aaron Eastman. So never mind him s- trying to put him at the four.
1: No trust in East Smith. No trust in Canter. Never mind the deeper guys on the bench uh, that have just been nowhere to be seen. Hernan Gomez, Fernando I, Parker. I think, I think Hernan Gomez is going to get a run here at some point. I mean, because at he's center? able to hit the floor a bit. With no, he touch. might.
2: He might have yeah, to. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's an option I wouldn't be. He's shocked to see he may go, you know, with like, you know when they get back on the he's road got some edge. in the next week.
1: He's got some edge in physicality, too, which might be. I want to see more. I, he's peaked, he's peaked I told Jimmy this, by the more.
0: way. I told Jimmy I thought the worst prediction anybody made was him saying that Neesmith was going to distance himself from the kids. I think he's going backwards a little bit. That was so bad. Because of, yeah, of, yeah. tr- of the trust <laughs> issue. I'm giving
1: it to, I, 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 you guys I'm still, think I have the worst takes.
2: <laughs> I thought yeah. that was a bad one. Oh, man, Bobby, Yo, you got to
1: tell him that when he comes back. <laughs> Bobby said yeah, that i couldn't right. believe that one
2: i couldn't believe
0: that so one Jimmy's, either when Jimmy's, i read it i still believe in word.
1: it's just gonna take some time
3: uh
0: i believe in romeo i'm with you uh, i don't know what happened to romeo today i don't know why he got so tentative it's like he'd get to a spot or he was in the paint or he'd have the ball he's moving the too slow to do, and they're flying and around like, like sharks and he was like what am i supposed to do now and he stopped um yeah. a ton just play, man. Just go. He, he, yeah, he he looked yeah. like
3: he was thinking way more than we've seen, in the past way much. especially and when he especially because his think. first shot just he play. hit that
2: three in the corner, you know? He hit that deep
3: three. But and I was, anytime okay, he got
0: around a... people in a in a crowded area, he got like literally got paralyzed. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you're I don't know what that was. Not that not was just that was I, I I'm with you though, Sherrod. I think he's I think it's Toronto
2: guys. I really do. I think it was a really good defensive team. But that doesn't don't get me wrong. Doesn't excuse the Celtics for their effort tonight. But at yeah, the same they time, held the I Wizards not good go too. It makes you think. You know, if top five defense. I'm not calling it top five defense. But for example, right? If a top five defense comes to TD Garden, I mean, regardless of how they're playing, it's going to be a close game, a tight game, right? Against the Celtics, and you, you're going to start to look at guys like Tatum and Brown. If one of them has an off night. Who's stepping up? Who's going to yeah. take those shots? Who can put the ball more and and create? You know, and it's it's very it's slim picking. <laughs> you know, I, know. I, I, I look like at Dennis Schroeder. I like seeing John just put the ball in the floor. I'm just like, well, maybe he can somewhat evolve into a more more of a secondary score. I,
1: I, yeah, I, I, I'm looking at Schroeder in that regard. Hasn't he been just? Justly almost
0: ejected himself. He did. <laughs> He's still trying to do it. <laughs> get him out of here. He's
1: kicking himself out of the club.
0: Out of the club. All right, we're
1: going to wrap it up tonight. Guys, any final thoughts here? Yeah, no, I was just, just gonna, better. Go ahead, Bobby. I was just going to hit on Schroeder. So underwhelming through two games. Can't impact the game with his shooting. He does get into the thick of the defense, but he doesn't distribute great from there. No, he's but he not takes really a, this, he's not really this. He tries to take really it to the He's this than they need right now. Yeah, you know, he gives you a little something in scoring off the bench, but... They need a lot more than what he's given right now, just because they don't have much scoring on this team and on the second unit and outside of the Jays as we talk about. No, uh, he's, not he's at all. O-op you don't have you don't have up. it on
0: the first unit. Forget the second unit. Right. You know what I mean? You're you are again it, the, the, the scoring depth on this team ends at two. You know, it is that it is it's it's a real concern. And which means again, you have to be moving the ball. Like crazy, it, it, working for shots, work, 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 swing it, swing it, swing it, move it, move it, move it, and playing great defense every single night to be successful. You cannot have my turn, your turn, iso ball, you know, disjointed offense situation and a half ass defense. You can't. You think do double bigs it. gonna
1: last, John? I've never
3: thought it's gonna last. I would put, <laughs> I, I just don't see it. You, I, I. You know what, though? I, the, the, to me, the, the double bigs hasn't bothered me. More than the overall lack of effort. I mean, that's really what we're talking about. I mean, if we think about scoring and, and rebounding and boxing out and all that crap, play hard. That's what this is coming down
1: to. Play harder because if you think you're playing hard now, you're only fooling yourself. I'm just left thinking left in left... terms of adjusting the rotations. Maybe you don't try to balance the two units as much. Maybe you just pair the best five guys who can go together. That means cutting Schroeder and well, Martin starting lineup. You have,
3: to find, you have to find five guys who play hard together. You do have yeah. to figure it out, right whatever now, it is. Got two or three here, two or three there, and it's like you need, to, you need to mash those together and get the guys that give you great effort. I mean, tonight was a night with Josh Richardson, I thought, which was really good when he was in there. Uh, he scored yeah. four, he was four for four on threes, but he was also attacking yeah. offensively, which kind of opened things up and loosened up that Toronto defense a little bit. You yeah. need to have guys who are going to not wait around for the moment and create the moment instead. Jason Tatum uh, is still,
2: has still not talked to the media, by the way.
3: Uh, good. Anyway.
0: Right on time. Uh, Joe Suede, right we're going to wrap. Final thoughts?
2: <laughs> uh, well, I was going to ask you, is that going to be a new thing? You were say that. You, you, are you trying to say that, that that's like a, a diva attitude or something like what do you what do you mean when you see these things we've seen it we've seen it with players in the past it
0: is what it yeah. is we've charad like and i how many locker rooms have we waited in for kg or rondo oh
2: well, you know guys? We got,
1: paul pierce is in a building tonight so yeah.
2: pierce that's how you that's how you know you're a superstar right? when you, when you wait hey there's right? a
1: decent chance tonight i hop on that bus with the raptors and Go cover that team for the rest of the year. Where's our girl?
0: Is it Annie? Where's Annie? Annie, take Bobby. Take Bobby. <laughs> by,
2: by decent chance, Bobby's putting this, in requests right now. This
1: looks like a more fun team to cover. They
2: are. The Knicks
0: look
1: I'm trying, fun, too. i not
2: trying, to, trying to grow your fan base up north. All right, Bobby. Easy. I have. Yeah, I have. I have. Oh, this team's guys. a real deal, don't either. They're really good
3: defensive team. Well, it's yeah. Yeah. just really the all. length, and, and, it's, and the fact that they've got a lot of guys who have played together. So. They've got that connectivity. Whereas the Celtics, you've got a lot of guys who are still trying to learn how to play together. And they're trying to play a different brand of defense where you're switching everything. Whereas, you know, they're used to not
1: playing that type of defense. They should, have dist- they should have destroyed the Raptors. The Raptors are young. Yeah. They don't have their point guys. They're veterans. They're one- ones who are going to hold it down out there. They just, they got out scrapped by a couple of young guys who are playing really hard. That was pretty freaking bad.
0: Pretty bad. Yeah.
1: All right, um, guys, mm-hmm. we are going to kill it. We're going to wrap it. I think
2: Um and, yeah, uh, I mean, my final thought is
0: go 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 No, think. it's my
2: fault. I'll was procrastinating. Um, so I think obviously this rotation is not set yet. You know, I wouldn't be shocked if you see a little a little experiment anymore, whether it, that means her and go. I want to see Bruno. You know? so, yeah, I mean Bruno I'd like to see Bruno there, come
3: in there like a bull in a China shop. I'm I'm gonna I'm buying some Bruno stock tonight. Tonight. Yeah, I mean, I mean part of that the front I get would get like, decision. That ha-
2: we have to address this front court, you know, and and I think that's uh tinkering with the with the rotation and the back court and the mid court. <laughs> You're going
0: up a team. On, you're going up against. And up for the and whole the squad. And the,
1: You're going up against the coach, a team on Sunday. You're going up against and a team know, that, that,
2: that that new head coach. We'll keep an eye on you. All right.
1: That's, you're going up against a team my, on Sunday in Houston that. You're gonna be able to throw some things out there too, on because they got two guys on the floor—Wood, Shangoon—who they're gonna be doing a lot through their bigs. So Celtics can try to experiment with some of their so big guys. So I want guys. to see that. I sure. like what
0: I like what Joe Sway said. I want to see Wancho. I want to see Bruno. I want to see guys come in there and friggin' muck it up a little bit. I want some toughness. Yeah, I want I some guys. Yeah, I want some guys who are gonna play. You
3: know, play I, a little. I can care less if Bruno picks up three files in thirty seconds. You know what? I don't care. Just go be a friggin' Play animal her. for a little I bit. I want to see – Be in I that see the
0: shop
2: if it has to come to that. I, I want to see Wontro and, and, and Al together. I see what that looks like. You know, maybe – you know, like, that's the type of uh, mixing, experimenting I, I think could bode well for this team, especially because they do have a, you know, a bit of a relationship. Together. They have a connection outside of uh, Boston, and for them to come back on this team and, of course, you know, you look at someone like, um, like Schroeder, right? Like, and I was concerned about this in preseason. This holding the ball for too long, dribbling around. Like when he's scoring and being productive, it looks good. But when you get this Schroeder, it makes me wonder if he's completely in on trying to involve everyone into the offense. Uh, again, he seems indecisive. Yeah, he seems indecisive. Exactly. Nobody knows what they're game, supposed guess, to be doing but, right now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you know those kind of, those type of veterans. Like we were we were talking about big because of that. That's what this team was missing last year. Guys like. But.
3: Yeah, and he's having right, too right, many flashbacks to win him and Al in Atlanta. Because that damn lob to Al. Yeah. Don't do it. Stop that. Stop that. Al's not the hero. You can find some chemistry there.
1: If you got Pritchard and Rob coming off the bench, there's some chemistry there, too. You got to mix and match some different ways now. Like that, I, I think the two lineups they have going now are a bit too disjointed. You got Schroeder and Richardson in the backcourt off the bench. Who neither of them can shoot. Neither are great creators. Uh, there's just... I, I, you might be right, John. This double big just might not last because they don't have don't bigs know. behind them. They can't shuffle guys. That in. was always
0: my issue. Is there's nowhere to go after that? You're, you're, you're in no man's land. Grant, I'm sorry, it doesn't work as your primary big, especially against at a hundred percent. Didn't we think Grant was gonna have zero they- minutes? at big uh, look no it's just uh, he can't be your first guy off the bench. it messes with your rotations badly when you when you don't have a big that you can rely on coming in off that bench on that bench unit it's a real mess they don't have the depth um but Right now, you're right. They got problems. We knew there'd be growing pains in terms of who does what, which combos work together, Emei's defense, different system, different style, absolutely. You'd expect that. So you'd expect more games like you had on night one than night two. I didn't expect this at all. I'm definitely very alarmed. We'll see what happens on the next game. Um, But like I said, you start to string a couple of these together, um, you've got some real questions about the team, so we'll see. Um, again, we are going to wrap it cause, uh, you know, the bull gang is, uh, you know, once it's pound of flesh out there and these guys are under attack. Um, so Bobby hey, just go downstairs, go. Bobby go just downstairs
1: like, right now and be right on time for Tatum
0: bobby josue if you guys want to jump in on tatum uh and do whatever it is you want to do Sherrod again thank you for joining everybody at home as well thanks for hanging out we're back on sunday i will be out i think the rest of the crew will be in uh i've got some patriots responsibilities but also make sure check us out over uh at uh our patriots youtube channel as well uh for all of that coverage also red sox fighting for their playoff lives we do have uh a uh you know Red Sox YouTube channel we have our content there if you haven't already please subscribe we are oh so close to a thousand uh subscribers right now and we'd really love to hit that mark before the playoffs end it and done. the playoffs could be over in like 15 minutes so run up <laughs> Red, Red Sox clubhouse Stop. huh
2: damn it John yeah you them no I have, mean said? they're
0: they're down to a few Come outs on. man it's close it's uh we're running out of time we're running out of time so head on over there and uh subscribe to that channel as well of course you know follow bobby manning and all of his uh, musings over at clns media josue pavone for heavy.com Sherrod blakely full court press um and bleacher report uh, uh as well so make sure you uh subscribe. subscribe to full court press yep subscribe 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 Sherrod, uh, what's the website again
3: there we go, fullcourtpress.bulletin.com. Yeah. Full it now, I talked to Danny Ainge for a little bit before the game today, and, and that's up there as well as some other uh, musings from tonight. Good. You know what's funny is Josue's Wi-Fi messing up over and over
0: again somehow turned all of your names into Josue. I just noticed it. It's probably well all done, done Josue. coming yeah. back. I, I know you kept coming I th- back. I, th- I and thought it was you just renamed wrong. everybody Joe Sway. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So we're going to wrap Joe it up. Sway's guys. We're just, yeah, just, just, Joe We're just
2: passing
1: through. Nothing follow wrong Sway. with that. At Joe Understanding. Good night, all right, Sway, Sway, thank guys.
2: You. Give him a follow. Man. Thank you.